Okay, yeah, I skipped that because it was boring. All right, let's you do you do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can say the boring <laughs> bit, you bitch. All right. <laughs> so- <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Snark Break. Hi. Yay. <laughs> so we are up to, did you tell us what episode we're in? Episode 10. Episode 10. We're in the double digits. How many in this one? <laughs> do I ask this every time? Yes, we do. <laughs> 13. We've okay. Got four to go. 11, 12. Oh, no, sorry. Four <laughs> including this one. It's. Don't include this one. No, okay, three, three to go. Three to go. <laughs> that was like me today when the bell went at the end of the day and I was like, one week and one day to go. <laughs> Which means we should start promoing our formal awards, which I will have to get up and going now <laughs> that I'm saying it <laughs> live on recording. Which I just cruise along with and know very little about until we talk about it. So check out our Instagram page. There are links in our profile that will direct you to season three. Look, Jane has had a undercurrent of fiery rage because she believes that this is going to end in Salmon Rivers. So... Get your votes in for favourite couple. (laughs) See see who she threatens. Can we ban people from the podcast? (laughs) Is that doable? Well, if you haven't forgotten, a couple of episodes ago, or maybe it was an episode ago and we're just, because we're weeks out, um, we started reading out emails and Jane threatened one of our listeners who mentioned he was in hospital with a broken leg and threatened to break his leg. I threatened all of you. (laughs) I mean, you did last time. I'm coming for all of you. Is that too much? Is that too aggressive? <laughs> it's end of term. I will come for you if you say that Sam and Rivers are like a, the best couple of the show. When she says come for you, just I want to make a point. I'm the one that is in charge of the awards form. You're all anonymous. Like I don't get any email addresses. There's no way she'll find. Okay, look, she's looking at me. She was a fraud investigator as a previous job before she was a teacher. So she's doing her, I will find you like in the movie Ransom. Yeah. But there's no way for her to. Okay? I think having to like. <laughs> I have to just like placate people. Look, she sounds great. We both sound crazy. And she will come for you, but she can't. Verbally. <laughs> she'll come for you verbally. You never know though. But look. She's been coming for everyone verbally for months now. For most of my life, to be honest, well before this podcast started. So So really, you're fine. Everyone, it's okay. (laughs) New disclaimer at the start of every every episode. Despite her threats, Jane will not be able to physically come for you. Again, I don't know if you can 100% guarantee that. I reckon I can. I'm confident I could 99.9. I feel like unless someone, again, we've talked about it. Jane, I, mean, I think oh, the majority of our listeners are overseas, aren't they? Yeah, they are. That puts a barricade in front of <laughs> my physical violence. So look, <laughs> you guys, if you want to antagonise Jane, feel free to if you are somewhere outside of Australia. If you're inside of Australia, take look, take the shot because <laughs> <laughs> she can't find you at the moment unless you want to really up the ante and DM us your address and Jane may consider depending on how mad she is. I'll egg your house. <laughs> look, she has... Turned off the power at my house once just to fuck with me. So oh, I also had baked you a cake and left it on the step, though. Yeah, yeah. That's why she turned the power off to convince me to come out the front. Because weren't I you watching a horror movie? Yeah, I was watching a horror movie, and she was sneaking around my house and turning the power out. So, uh, with another friend, I don't want to take all the credit for that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this has gotten a weird turn for the start of this episode. Yep. So episode ten, we were saying. <laughs> We're in the double digits. We're in a good mood. We just had to convince ourselves to get the vibe up and it's turned threatening. Uh, so we start in English and they are reading Yates. Yates. I don't love the text choices of Hartley. You don't like Yates? Not a fan. Why not? Legitimately. <laughs> Sorry, okay. It's a legitimate question. Like a- Jane's coming for me now. No, no, no. <laughs> it's more like I want to know why not. I <laughs> find <laughs> I don't know. I just find the writing not flowery. I was just about to say, is it a bit flowery for you? It's a little bit. But I read, like I've read other poetry that I would, I guess, describe as flowery and I quite enjoy. It just doesn't, I don't know. I'm really. It doesn't resonate with you. Yeah, I'm not a big poetry fan. Oh, okay. Do you read much poetry? Not since I left high school, no. Yeah. I remember doing literature. We had to do so much poetry. Mm, yeah, see, that's. I think that's when it killed my love for it. I read, like I read a lot. Like I read two, probably two books a week. More on the holidays, but no, not it's very it's very hard to to write poetry and not sound incredibly self indulgent. I think 
J is for the. <laughs> That's you just in my head. You do only acrostic poems. <laughs> hey, I went to a, a writers' camp when I was a kid. I'm not surprised by that. And I, some of my poetry was published. Where <laughs> people I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> anyway, so they're really. Wow. Talk, I, I am quite happy to talk about other stuff because remember this episode? She's, she's stalling. Um, so while they're reading Yates and discussing it, Belle walks in. I don't know why he was chosen for this task. Yeah. it's a, So their science teacher walks in. They have entrance forms for university. And by the way, Rivers is having none of it. Yeah. He's back in flouncy mode. He's massive. He's got stupid roles and stupid forms. So My actual was Rivers is being a bitch. And he says, I don't change my mind about anything. It's such... So basically, Bella's actually being helpful and he's saying, be careful. Look, nowadays we do it all on the internet when we apply for university, but you back in the paper days... Where they my which days. Is, yeah. They, new paper? Did you have to do paper? Yes. I believe it was internet for us. Oh, my God. I believe. Or phone call. And you entered oh. the phone on the keypad. Um, I'm pretty sure I did mine by paper. He did not. So... I'm, a thousand years old. <laughs> if you are not in the Australian school system, it's not – It's the only other one I know about how to apply for uni is America because of American films. But you don't send individual applications with essays and stuff. You literally just apply for a list of numbered courses at universities that you want and you rank them from what you want to get in most to your eighth you – you do yeah, about eight, eight choices. You? Eight choices. First choice is your highest. And so basically, if you qualify based on your grades for like all eight, they'll offer you just the highest one because they assume that's the one you want to go to. Belle is saying, hey, just, you know, make sure you're putting in the exact right number because you think you're going in for arts and you end up doing agriculture. And Rivers is like, oh, so you think we're stupid. (laughs) And he's like, no, but mistakes happen. It's such a legitimate thing. Like if your number is 66832 and you put in 66823, like that happens all the damn time. You completely change the course that you're going to do. I literally tried to call my husband yesterday and called a random guy because I put the number the wrong wrong way around. Yeah, yeah. And so he's answered and I've gone, oh. I believe I've made the wrong number and I made the wrong number. think you're my husband? No. <laughs> He's gone, okay. And I was like, cool, sorry, bye. Like, <laughs> getting out. So Rivers is pissed off and Belle is trying to say, no, 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 it's all fine. And so Rivers rips the form up. He's like, I'm not going to university. And he's like, you can still put the, you can still put in for it and then you, know, you can make that decision yeah. later on. And that's when he's like, I don't change my mind about anything. Intense stare at Sam. <sighs> And apparently they've got a 48-hour turnaround for these forms. <laughs> I'm sure we had two weeks. He's like, they need to be back in two days. We definitely had more than a we week. Had two, I reckon we had two weeks with the form. And before that, our careers people were like, you had like books back in the day. You had books of courses. Yeah. Now you have internet site full of courses. And you could go through all the codes and read about all – like you had it for ages. Yeah. Yeah, people knew what they were doing well before they even got the form. Yeah, and I guess that could potentially be the possibility here. It's just that we never see any of that. Yeah, yeah. Like We this only is, see them in English and science. They couldn't give the episode. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then try and cover a month of yeah. of them going yeah, through the books. Enough, I guess. So Katarina – it turns out Katarina has an audition with the National Dance Company. Um, which is her pathway, and Danny and Steve are sort of like secured their futures in Bathurst. Yeah, they're both going to do some kind of journalism. Journalism, and he, Steve, is doing photojournalism. Yep, at a university in Bathurst. Yes. What is that university? The University of Bathurst. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> Am I looking it up? Yes. <laughs> we need to know. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Sturt University. Ah, yeah, I know that one. Okay, fair enough. I wonder if it's been there this all this time. Been there for a while. So Matt is concerned because he has no idea. And can I just point out that Ali's not concerned because she's not applying for uni because she's in year 11. So why is she in their class? Correct. <laughs> We've had this conversation before. This conversation, but guys. Yeah. Because she's like, he's like, oh, you don't have to worry about it till next year or whatever. And I was like, then why is she in your science class? That being said, I did year 12 literature when I was in year 11. She's in all their classes, all two of their classes. Is she in their English class? Yeah. You remember she was in Romeo and Juliet? Oh, that's right. Yep. Oh, yeah. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Sorry, I just watched a massive face of, oh, is that happening to indignation? 
Yeah, that's dumb. Because yeah. you can only do one – well, when I was at school, you could only do one uh, unit 3-4, which is year 12, yeah. in year 11. Mm. Whatever. So Matt's freaking out because he has no future decided. And then – The Wahals. The Wahals. Rivers is doing what we all do when our ex gets with someone new and just trashing the crap out of out of Belle. To Jodie, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. And so they're walking towards the warehouse and he's like, oh, and he's an idiot <laughs> and his clothes are stupid. I don't think those were the exact quotes. But you get the juice. You the vibe. So, and then there is Tim Beckett or in Rivers' words, Timbo. Timbo Jimbo. He looking, he's looking for a classy outfit for Jodie. Yeah, I said my note. Tim is loitering around the warehouse and tells Jodie to dress classy. Suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> so then we head over to Steve has an interview. He was looking for some work experience before he goes to this Bathurst University course. And um, he's got a portfolio photo. I actually quite liked a lot of the photos in his portfolio. We've seen them before. Not all of them. Haven't we? I like when he did his, his, yeah, I recognize some from his exhibition. Yeah. But then he also mentions that I still want to know who took those photos in real life. I'm going to. There's always a director of photography on on film and TV sets. Yeah, I guess it's everyone's favorite segment. Jane and Leanne make assumptions about things in film and television that they have no idea about. Even though, even though I'm currently teaching media, and I taught media last <laughs> year. <laughs> I assume there must be. Yeah, there is a director of photography on films. I assume there would be for TV. So do you reckon they took the photos? Someone has to. Someone with like. Does that I mean, make them a good chem- photographer? It's their job. Is it? <laughs> the director of photography. Why are they taking photos? They take stills when Why? they're filming. Um, I guess for promo and for I guess. Oh, okay. Um, even things like you know, I guess when they're recreating sets, they have the images of what it looked like. Yeah. And costuming. They take Polaroids of the costuming. I know they that. They do. All right. Your story checks out. <laughs> what if it didn't? What was going to happen? I wouldn't know if it checks out or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and I'm probably wrong. Someone's listening going, you idiots. Mm-hmm. So, they can't do anything about it. We can say what we like. <laughs> I mean, you just Fake news. <laughs> 20, 20 minutes threatening them and now we're spreading misinformation. Oh. I assume you come here for the quality content. Uh, it is so close to the end of term, <laughs> you guys, that I have I am well on the way to losing my mind. <laughs> term three is always the worst. We say that about every term. Term, term three, three is the Wednesday of the school year. It, it is. is right Absolutely. in the middle, and the weather's bullshit. No public holidays. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, hate it. Let's skip term three. One week left. Yeah. <laughs> So the editor in particular really enjoys the photos of Tim Beckett, which Jane quite smartly mentioned quite a few episodes ago. One episode ago, I have no timeline anymore. (laughs) Existential crisis. (laughs) So uh, when he was drunk and he performed and was drinking out of the vodka bottle that he used to use as a decorative piece next to his awards. I feel like that's two episodes ago. Okay. He uh, was drinking... Steve took photos and he added it to his portfolio. So the that's right, yeah. And you were like, I they it was didn't weird because there was just this really weird focused moment of Steve taking a photo of Tim drinking out of the vodka bottle, mm-hmm. and I yeah I did mention it. Yeah, and you were like, it didn't go anywhere. Look at my brain just like snapping back <laughs> to attention there. So the editor has been like flipping through kind of like, yeah, whatever. Steve also mentions that he won a photography competition, which we did not know about. Yeah. And then he gets, the editor gets really excited about the pictures of Tim Beckett. So I assume this is going to go well for Tim. Mm -hmm. Thumbs up. (laughs) Big thumbs up from Leanne there. (laughs) Literally. Um, So then Uncle Jim is on the case with Matt. I called him Uncle Jim too. Well, because there's there's Delarain and there's Uncle Jim and they're yeah. very different people. So he's like, you've got to figure out, you're going to be a doctor, you're going to be a lawyer, like yeah. what are you going to do? Because uh, Matt's, I guess, smart enough to do whatever he wants. Yeah. So, I mean, he's done really well in exams and stuff before. I do feel bad for Matt because I find the pressure to decide your future, your future at a young – there's a great quote from Daria – Um, When someone's asking her about her goals and she's like, my goal is to not end up at 40 with the bitter realisation 
that I'm in a career I hate because I was forced to choose in my teens. And ah. I love Daria so much. <laughs> and so it's so much like we have massive pressure on kids. Like you have to choose your course and that course will decide your entire life. Like it's not like that anymore. People flip through careers yeah. way we faster. We also don't say that to kids, by the way. We don't anyway. We never do. Yeah. He also offers for him to become a principal one day. Yeah. He's like, have you thought of being a teacher? I don't know if he's being encouraging or he's setting up a nepotism sort of situation. I don't feel like he thinks he's got the the, the pull to make his nephew a principal one day. <laughs> Maybe not. Then we head on over to... Do you know what he could have done? What? Stood on the roof with him over the school and gone, one day, oh, this will be yours. <laughs> Everything the light touches. Everything the light touches. <laughs> And then just held Matt up over the balcony. <laughs> ah, <laughs> Anyway, like, what about that shadowy place? No, no, that's double B. <laughs> we can never go there. Um, so Jody has been offered a record deal, and Tim Jim has oysters to celebrate. Ew, gross. I will not be eating snot, Nichelle. I was just Thank about you. to call it snot, Nichelle. Oh my god, we're best friends. <laughs> I don't understand how I. I don't uh, – well, I don't eat seafood anyway, but I don't understand how oysters are appetising in the slightest. My husband and my brother-in-law, like, their favourite thing when we go out to dinner is, like, a whole tray of oysters Kilpatrick, which is the one with the bacon and, I think, Worcestershire sauce. I don't know. I mean, I'd eat the bacon. <laughs> I wouldn't Nothing even else. eat that. Yeah, so – Not it once it's touched an oyster. <laughs> Ew. They're excited. She's got a future in music. And then we head to the Bordinos. You're looking at me like I've missed something. No. Okay. We head to the Bordinos and Katerina is not dealing with the pressure and she's stretching and like Helen just starts yelling at her. Yeah. She's working out too much according yep. to Helen. And so Con and Helen are pretty much telling her to give up hope already. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, there's so many people auditioning. There's well, I no think Hel chance. Helen's like, why don't you wait till next year? Yeah. school. Which I think is fair enough. That does make sense. But then Katerina's like... I'm already basically saying she's too old to be a dancer already at 17. Well, I mean, she's right. They do have short careers. Careers. Yeah. So, so we head back. The Warhouse. The Warhouse. Wow. <laughs> Rivers is living in the roof and writing poetry again. Why is he living in the roof? He's been up there before. He was in there studying with Ali when he was hiding that he was trying so in science. Not, does he not live in the ute the anymore? bed anymore what happened to the because they still mention in the episode where because they're on a, he's on a mattress he's how did they get a mattress through the in manhole? that tiny little manhole yeah you would not be at like mine's in my bathroom you would not fit a mattress up there roof tiles you can get it through if you lifted but they wouldn't have a, i still don't understand how they have an attic space in a warehouse which is generally flat roofed yeah whatever that's all i'm, <laughs> all I'm gonna contribute to that so he's back to writing poetry Steve mentions... teen poetry about Sam, <laughs> is what I assume is yes, happening. Yes, of course it is. He says it's to get over Sam. He's like, I need to get over it. Mm. Steve mentions getting over Lucy. Does Lucy know that Steve is over her? Because remember, they were going to write letters every day and look at the moon and know the other was looking and it was only going to be six months. Yeah, I assume that, like, at some stage... They've broken up. And he was like, yep, yeah, and I've gotten over her. And I'm like, I... Not only has he gotten over her, he's gotten back with yeah, Danny. Yeah, he's gotten back with Danny. <laughs> Which, again, is fine. I like Steve and Danny. But Me too. I, but there was no mention was of no Lucy. breakup. Like, when we went through that whole... When they were talking with their friends and they're like, oh, I like Steve again. Oh, I like Danny again. There was no mention of Lucy whatsoever. No. Poor yeah. Lucy. This series has a lot of holes. <laughs> it does. As does this podcast, so who are we also, to judge? Steve calls Rivers Petey. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard him call him Petey before. It made me laugh. So we then head to Tim's and he has a new manager for Jody, And she's like, what about Con? Uh, Steve got his week trial with the newspaper. <laughs> I was say, so as well as Petey writing his angsty <laughs> teenage poetry. Uh, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Uh, Steve now has a week trial at the newspaper taking photos. Yes. But he has to, I think he's like following, meant to follow a politician or something. Yeah, he's supposed to get him. They think he's doing a dodgy deal and they um, want to get him caught in the act, um, catch him in the act. And then we head to Tim's and Tim is suggesting that 
there is a new manager for Jody, and she's like, "Oh, but I've got you know, con. I've got con," and he quite right. I've look, got this other high school kid that's going to do that for me. <laughs> I feel bad for con, but I, I completely con understand. Had he had a really bad episode, so yeah, he just got smacked in the face repeatedly this second half yeah, of the episode. But he stayed like I'd already decided while I was watching it. I was like. Con's going to be my student of the week. Yep. Because he just takes hits and... Like freaking champ. Manages to like stay patient and be a good guy. Yeah. I wouldn't have. No, I would have cracked it. Um, You've cracked it at me 20 times in this episode alone. Yeah, so I guess we can all imagine what I'd be like if I had the day that Con has. So um, Tim quite rightly says, you know, you need someone looking after you. And it's true. Like even though Con has done a very good job trying to get her opportunities... Things like the legal aspect of mm. it, he has not had experience with. Yeah. I assume. Like she needs a proper manager, not a yeah. friend from high school. So then we head over to the auditions and Katarina, oh, well, not auditions. It's like training for the auditions. Rehearsal. Rehearsals. Katarina looks cooked. Yeah. So we're watching a girl who's obviously a ballet dancer um, and Kat is comparing herself to the ballet dancer. Mm-hmm. I guess it, like physicality-wise – size-wise, even though she's tiny. Um, and, yeah, she's having a crisis about it. Exactly. And so we head back to school and everyone's so excited for Jody, And Con is ready to quit school and, and go on the tour with Jody, And yeah. Jody looks concerned. I said John said he'll leave school to manage Jody, and I assume I meant Con. So after, so Con's like, yeah, I'll leave school and I'll manage you. And then for some reason out of the blue, Danny just asks – about Tim's past problems. I assume that's leading up to the photo story. Of course, yeah. She basically out of nowhere says to Jody, oh, so like what about Tim's past problems? Like his drinking even, and stuff. I did not it even It was a really weird that. conversation. Yeah. And then Danny th- seems to think that Jody should keep Con as a manager. Yes. Which I feel is bad advice. I feel like Danny's not great at advice. She's not a good – look, she is a good person with yeah. terrible advice. Oh, yeah, I'm happy to go with that. Yeah. Then we head over to Katarina and Con is concerned because it turns out she's drinking three litres of water a day. His, his actual line is, what are you, a toilet? I don't, un- I don't understand why that's bad. How much do you drink a lot of water? I though? drink four litres of water a day. What are you, a toilet? <laughs> uh, that was fun to say. Um, you and I are polar opposites because I don't drink water. <laughs> wow <laughs> i i drink uh, like maybe two glasses of water a day but we'll go to a cafe and like they'll pour us a glass and you'll be good with that glass and i just smash the entire bottle yeah mm. like i drink cordial and i drink um milo in the mornings cordial's water <laughs> milo's known for its high content in water cordial's water i, I was talking it's about mostly water. i like how you're focusing i'm talking about the milo and you're like yeah that cordial <laughs> yeah but milo's milk which is good for my bones mm. When you and I are 80, you're going to fall over and turn into dust. And I'll be like, thank God I had that Milo oh, every say, day of my life. I thought, I'll fall over into dust. And you were like, thank God. Like you paused God, right after that. Gone. <laughs> well, and I was like, if we both fall over at 80, um, You've got I will a be chance. thanking all the Milos that I've had. I literally have a Milo a day. Sometimes I have two. <laughs> Fun fact over right there. Uh, so anyway, then Con tells uh, – and then she says to Con, at least I'm not trying to get success on other people's talents. She says, do you think I'm fat? And then she says, do you think I'm – so basically well, she's mean to him, then immediately apologises and says, I shouldn't have said that. Is that before or after she asks if That's she's before. fat? That's she then uh, yeah, she, yeah. She, And she apologises straight away and she's like, I'm so sorry, but I'm really feeling bad. Am I fat? Con answers this question – terribly he gets up and starts circling her without saying anything and i was like and then um, mentions her thighs like or that something. should be an immediate no like so immediate that she doesn't even get to finish her sentence kind no, of yeah no because she's not fat she's not <laughs> and he's like i think he's like you muscly but that's you're good muscly. for a dancer you're or a bit something stock. yeah and i'm like no oh, fucking jesus incorrect mate. con yes you could not and um, the only way you could have made that worse was if you had just said yes that's the only it, way my note in capitals was what the fuck is con doing yeah that was a stupid answer anyway so steve's excited he has a new photo so he's taken of photos the of the politician and then we cut immediately over back to the school 
where Sam and Belle are riding around the school on his mountain bike. Are they outside the school gates, like out in that like um, car park area? I don't know. Possibly. There's like trees around. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they're. I don't know if it's the start of the day, and they're like they've they've ridden to school like on not the motorbike, the push bike. Yeah, but Rivers literally runs out he of cuts nowhere. Them off. And dive bombs in front of the bike. And then gets mad. And he's like, oh, like, watch where you're going. Because, like... You ran into the... Belle actually apologises. Yeah. And I was like, "Uh, I would not apologise to someone that literally threw themselves in front of me. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, Belle takes it like a champ. Rivers is not taking it like a champ. No. And I still don't know why they're riding the bike together around the school. It was a weird moment. It was a very weird moment. Um, next, so Katarina's taken over a classroom to the sound of culture, but this song that she has for her audition is like a dirtier version of Genuine's Pony. Is it? Yeah. It's called Nasty by Culture. You're going to read Our out good the friend's lyrics. culture. Yeah, I am. I'll do a dramatic reading of Fantastic. the... Fantastic. <laughs> That's all I want out of my life <laughs> is you to do a reading of culture's nasty. Yeah. I should do it in the voice. I was just telling Jade a story before about one of my students who, when he gets upset, gets <laughs> almost British and very proper. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to get these lyrics up. Oh, no, Funkify. Sorry, it's Swoop. Yeah, so it's definitely called Jar. It's definitely called Nasty. And since I'm not going to play the full song because, you know, copyright, I'm just going to play the original sound that the song starts with into my microphone. <laughs> Yeah. No. That's how it starts. <laughs> that's not the part that's on there, but it's it's pretty it's pretty dirty. Wow. Yeah, and then as she's doing her routine or a warm up or whatever, Rivers <laughs> tries some moves. I guess he's he's like shitty about Sam and Belle and he walks past and sees Katarina. So um He shimmies on He in. goes in <laughs> and they're like mucking around and he's dancing or whatever and then they're a little bit flirty at the end. And I was like, here we go. And then we go to the dark room where Steve is working on his photo and he's like, look, I caught him. And I assume the, there's a dark room at the newsagent. I would say so. The news Otherwise they've got to. What the is it? The newspaper. Newspaper. Yeah, and he's like, here's this thing and it turns out he's got the wrong person. So now he needs to find something better. So the editor has decided to sacrifice Tim Beckett to – the tabloids or just yeah because he's going through steve's photos and steve's like oh what about you know these guys skateboarding um and points out a photo of bolton and they're like bolton who knows who that is oh, we haven't seen bolton for a while no we- <laughs> um and then he like he flips he gets to the pictures of tim beckett yeah. and he's like these we're gonna use these that's not exactly that's what not he's how he said it, but you know what i i felt it thank you um there we get to the beach and Ali continues to prove my point because she's talking with Matt about her future and they both confirm she's not even finishing school at the same time as these guys despite the fact she's Matt is sick of everyone thinking about their futures. He's sulking because people have their idea of what they want to do in their pathways and how dare they. Yeah. (laughs) Not like that's great that everyone knows. He's more like... He's not even like I wish that were... Like I wish I knew what I was doing. He's just like everyone else... Ruining my life because I don't know what I want to do at uni. <laughs> then we head to the Bordinos, and Katarina is still not eating. So, first, yeah, Con's excited because he reckons he's going to retire at 30 now because mm-hmm. he is still under the impression that he's going to be Jody's manager. Yeah. Um, Helen says that she's making a vegetarian lasagna, Yum. which is Kat's favorite. And then Kat's like, I'll eat it if you don't put cheese in it. And they're like, Gross. fucking lasagna <laughs> without cheese. And she's like, well, I'm not eating any of it. And then Con's like, I'll eat hers. <laughs> and then Roberto's like, um, we will share it. <laughs> so, and then Roberto's also furious that his son does not have the passion for Roberto's job that Roberto does. Yeah, because I think he insinuates that it's boring. Yeah, which... Which it probably is. But like, if you're not interested in it, lots of people Whatever you're not interested is in boring. is boring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> diddly, diddly, diddly. Shark pool. Steve has potential publicity. I don't know what that means. Why did I write that note? Well, who was Steve talking to? I think Con's complaining about his parents because um, he's like said, oh, I might not take my exams or whatever. And they're like, you'll see your fucking exams. Um, and he's and then 
Steve goes, well, at least your parents are interested. Like, I think, does he say like he hasn't spoken to his yeah. parents for like over a year or something? That's, fuck his parents, honestly. Yeah. They suck. Far out. Yeah. So Con sort of starts throwing his weight around with Jody about what he's going to do and what he's going to organise. Steve asks Jody about the photos because he's like, oh, he kind of insinuates that the photos are going to be of her playing a gig. Yeah, oh, some publicity shots. Which is... Steve knows so, what he's doing. Yeah, and so Con's like, ah, uh-uh, publicity goes through me. Yeah, and then Jodie's like, um, she you're not my manager anymore. <laughs> Dear baby, welcome to Dunsville. Population you. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> but nicer. And so Con's like, oh, what? But I got you started and I've been with you all the way. And I'm like, you guys have known each other for a year. Yeah, and also she kind of rightly points out that the record company are going to want to kind of – Keep an eye on her. Yeah. Because she's an investment. Yes. Like, I don't think she says anything that is not. Everything she says makes sense to me. Exactly. A person who's never worked in the music industry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but Con has, makes a good point where he's like, look, every time you've gone out on your own, it's gone badly. Like, remember the sleazy advertising guy? Yeah. Like, I do see his point. He is trying to protect her, but. They're, they're also, the, that also irritates me a little bit. Yeah. Like, oh, silly girl. I'm like, mate, you are still a 17 slash 18 year old at high school as well. Like, you are not. You literally sold your cousin to like to that manager of culture that ended up turning out to be Karen. Oh, that's right. So Jody could be on the stage. Like, you haven't made great decisions. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So then we head to the dance auditions where we get to hear the dulcet tones. I they play the band Swoop. Uh, one of my favourite songs of the 90s is Apple Eyes by Swoop. It is a freaking jam. Yep. I agree. Yeah. I love that I love song. song. Uh, so Cod, after being dumped by for his, like, dumped professionally, he's like, I'm going to go see and support Kat and Aww. is dumped emotionally. <laughs> yeah, so he gets there and she's dancing. And she then is pelvic grinding on Peter yeah, Rivers. So she's dancing and you can see Con like, oh, there she is. Yeah. And then here comes Rivers. And then the two of them are bumping. And grinding. <laughs> so, and then she makes eye contact with Con. And then he's like, well, goes home to be accosted by his parents. Yeah, so he gets home. So he's basically just thinks his girlfriend's cheating on him, which he kind of is. Although it's not, it's, they're not girlfriend, boyfriend, are they? No. He, but he likes her and they're she knows it. Kissing cousins, I think we established. <laughs> So anyway, he's had a bad day yes, all around on the on both the professional and personal fronts, and then he gets home and his dad just goes him. Um, so he still keeps his cool though. He keeps his cool, but he also pretends that it's still happening. The um, the music job, yeah. yeah. So we go then to the front page news, and Tim Beckett is on the drink and on the front page. That's well because the corruption scandal was going to be the front page. Yeah, news. Yeah, but why is a just pull washed up? up Page two, yeah. It's not like, yeah, like he's about to make a comeback, but I don't think he's been like seen or heard in terms of the music industry for a long time. And then the next thing is like, he's all washed up. Yeah. And I was like, um, hasn't he been for a while? <laughs> wasn't he already? <laughs> um, and then Jody is furious and she's like, where yeah. is your loyalty? And I'm like, you just dumped Con. And they also, but Steve is kind of, kind he of. feels bad. He does, but I think he's still trying to say that he didn't know that that was going to happen. Yeah. What when do you he think did. I'm use the photos but Jody for? says, like, he's about to make a comeback and you've just ruined his career and potentially stopped him from having access to his child. Yeah. Which is that does suck. pretty intense. Yeah. It is. Um, and then we head over to Tim's where he's wearing a Canadian tuxedo with no shirt. Yeah. My note was, why doesn't he have a shirt on? It's a choice. So Steve's gone over to see him and apologize. Oh, uh, yeah. And. Tim's taking it a lot better than Jody. Yeah. And also, t- Steve literally rings a bell, hears something, and then just wanders on in. Like, how? Can I ask, can I come down? Yeah, he does ask. Like, but he can wander on. He could effectively just walk in if he wanted. Yeah. I don't understand the security of this apparently celebrity Enclave? home. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so, Tim takes it like a freaking champ and. But I think Steve it's almost apologize. like because I at the initially I thought he was taking it like a champ, but it turns Designed. out he's more just like giving up before he's re- yeah, yeah. before he started. Well, he doesn't take it out on Steve. At least he um, does kind of say like you've got to own up to the fact that you did this. 
Yeah, well, Steve's going, oh, I'm going to quit and I'm not going to do photography. And he's like, do it, but just don't be a hack. Yeah. And then we go to – Steve basically storms on over to the newspaper where he quits and this is where I realised the newspaper office is a classroom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, he, yeah, he confronts the editor. Yeah. Although, like, I'm like, Steve, you knew from the get-go. Honestly. That's what it was going to be. But – it looks like from the look on the editor's face, it looks like he maybe made him feel a little bit bad. Yeah. But which is I don't probably I'm like, like a, a win, I guess. But also it's like one of those things where you see this this feels very Hallmark movie where yeah. a kid will be like, Yeah, big city, mister, we don't want your business in our farmlands. And and the guy's like, Ah, the wisdom of childhood. <laughs> like it's like that. Yeah, 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 I feel like it's a good analogy. Yeah, so <laughs> Happens a lot in. I'm very like my my um addiction during December is like ridiculous Christmas movies, and that's very much the storyline yeah. for schmaltzy eighty percent. Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, we head back to school. Jody tries to apologize. I feel like Con's pretty nice about it. He's very nice about it. Yeah. I would be more pissed. I feel like Con has held grudges against people like Yola, for example, way less for way <laughs> less. Yeah. Um. But he's like. Yeah, and then so he's really nice to Jodie and then he even goes and gives Kat a pep talk. Super nice after what happened yesterday. He's like, you you know, you're going to be great and you're going to be awesome. And then he offers to drive her to the audition and she's like, oh, Rivers is taking me. I like him. And Con kind of points out that Rivers is using her, which she refuses to believe. So we all have to hand in our forms. Steve is giving up on photojournalism after one... (laughs) (laughs) It's not even a failure. Technically, his photos were a massive success. Yeah, but he's he's giving up and Danny is pissed because she was like, "Um, our plan was to both go to Bathurst. (laughs) So, thanks. Rivers is handing in nothing and Matt has decision paralysis and Sam talks about having a gap year and refers to her and he's like, oh, but what did your parents think? And she's like, oh, they think I turned out okay. Do they? Do they, Sam? Do they know you're a felon? Do they do they understand that you take advantage of children? <laughs> <laughs> do they understand that you're a statutory rapist? Dude, I was thinking about it because the news has come out this week, um, or like entertainment news, that Leonardo DiCaprio has dumped his girlfriend because she's 25. Oh, my God. Those memes have just been keeping me going yeah, this week. I feel it's a very similar vibe to what I see, Sam. <laughs> Ew, 18. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she's with Belle, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but... Something a little bit exotic. <laughs> Someone her own age. Ooh. There was a massive head sassing, I want to point out, on Jane when she said that. <laughs> when she said exotic. <laughs> there's a there's a, a couple where at my school currently um, where they basically... All the, like, couples, in inverted commas, in my high school don't actually talk to each other during the day. <laughs> No, I would deal with but it. But at the end of the day, the boy like just like really quickly hugged the girl and then went to leave and I just happened to walk around the corner and I took that massive breath. I was just like and then just did the biggest <laughs> down the corridor because I am a massive bitch. <laughs> Two of my students who are in my home group in English class are dating and mm. they they always sit together, they but they don't make a big deal about it. And one day I was like, hey, um, Lockie, can you go grab the roll from your teacher? They forgot to hand- bring the roll. Can you go run and grab it because you're already ahead? And his girlfriend was sitting next to him and he's like, yeah, okay. And so he stood up and then without thinking, he's leaned over and kissed her on the top of the head and walked away. And I've got oh, in my classroom. <laughs> and they were like, no. <laughs> That's adorable it's though. It's so cute. They're Aww. a very cute couple. I'm more – look – Jane and I have been burnt already because we were super invested in like at our old school that we worked together, a couple, and we were like, they have to get together and get married. Like we went yeah. to one of their, like their 21st. We Like she asked us to come and do a speech. Do a speech. And so we were like, we're going to their wedding and they've broken up and we are heartbroken by it. So I still live on a daily home. basis waiting for them to get back together. Yeah, yeah, same. Every day my heart dies a little bit because I'm not sure. It, I don't think it's going to happen. I barely believe in love anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so love doesn't exist because this, these two kids that we used to teach aren't a couple anymore. Like they're fully grown adults now with their own lives. Oh, yeah. No, they're no. like mid-20s. Yeah. <laughs> I 
and they're supposed it to be together me. forever. Killed like we, it, before they broke up, every now and then, if their Instagram stories didn't, got a little didn't like align. serious, we're like, we I'd would be text messaging each other. Leanne yeah. and she'd be like, are they still together? Because I'm freaking out. <laughs> and then like if one would come up where they were together and I was like, oh, thank okay, God. Okay, good, good, good. But then there was a period where I hadn't seen them together for a while and I messaged Leanne and I was like, I don't think they're together anymore. They're She's not. like, what? What? So then, yeah. We, then, we stalked their stories and yeah. they're, not together, they're anymore. not together anymore. They did that so. thing where they take each other out of their bios. and <sighs> I never have people in my bios. I mean, I've been married for 35 <laughs> million years, so it'd be <laughs> awkward if I had more than one person. Yeah. Devo. They have a dog together. Yeah. Do they share custody of the dog? I have seen the dog with him and not with her. Sad face. I feel like he needs the dog more. Oh, sorry, guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> I saw on we have we follow. My if anyone's dog. ever wondering if your teachers still think about you after you've left Absolutely. school, absolutely, yes, we do. We, yeah, we've got if like, we liked you in particular, yeah, or even like. Oh, if I hated you, I wonder if you're in jail. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's this podcast called My Girlfriend Dolly, and they go through old editions of the magazine's oh, yeah. Girlfriend and Dolly. We follow them on Instagram. They're lovely. Anyway, they posted something the other day about um, like a picture of a, of Chris Pine because I've been also re- reading about that Don't Worry Darling. Oh, my Press God. Ju- oh, my God. Can I just say <sighs> that footage 100% looks like he spat, he spat on yeah. Chris Pine. Harry, Harry Styles. Styles. Yeah. Um, but there's a scene where... They've been asked – well, Harry Styles was asked a question. Half the cast were not asked a freaking question. Anyway, they asked Harry Styles – sorry if you're a fan already and you know all this, but if you, if you don't listen to entertainment news because you have – Shut up and listen to A us. real <laughs> life. It's our podcast. I don't have <laughs> – James Antagonistic today. There's yeah. a part where Chris Pine and Harry Styles are being interviewed and Harry Styles is asked, what is your favourite part of the movie? Oh, my God. And his answer was – because it's like a movie, you know, like a real movie. That you go to see at the movies. Like a movie. <laughs> and Chris Pine, you see his soul leave his body. Just, just an absolute. And float away. Picture of dissociation. He does. Yes. So, like Chris Pine seems freaking lovely. He didn't yeah. seem sulky or anything. You just see him going, okay, like just nothing. <laughs> I no- must leave. My planet needs me. He's <laughs> 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 <It's> just... <laughs> His face was an absolute masterclass in just schooling it and just keeping it. Just blank face. Blank face. And so there's a, that picture of him blank face and gone to his new planet and it says the part at the start of every podcast that's full of in-jokes before it gets to the part that you're actually <laughs> listening for, that is our podcast in that's total. That's our whole podcast. <laughs> With occasional parts about the show that you guys have tuned in to listen about. And Simpsons references. <laughs> and Simpsons references. So... Uh, what are you about? <laughs> so Sam's apparently turning out okay, and Katarina realizes she's she's off to the auditions with Rivers, and Rivers sees Belle so, and Sam. Yeah, so they're out. They're kind of they're leaving school. So mm-hmm. Rivers and Kat have walked out to Rivers' car, and then he sees Sam and Belle walking towards them, um, and kisses Cat. But Cat also sees. Sam walking towards them. Yeah. And, and she suddenly like, clues into the fact that well, Rivers fuck. is using her to try and make Sam jealous. Mm-hmm. And then, so Sam decides, uh, not Sam, I apologise, Katarina decides to go dance out our feelings, um, <laughs> all of our feelings. And so there's been a limber ballerina during this lead up she's to, back. Um, she's back, In she's doing very form. well. <laughs> and Con shows up and Yay. he gives another pep talk. Um, and Katarina... Goes full flash dance. I I was so disappointed that she's a maniac. <laughs> ma- was not the choice. I may as well have been. She was in the black leotard and she is, did, I did well. Is her dancing good? Um, I think she's a good dancer. Sorry, I think Ada Nicodemo was a good dancer. Is the choreography good? Is my question. It's it's made for someone who is not a dancer to be able to look like a dancer, if that makes sense. I don't know what her style is. Like, it's not contemporary. It's kind it's of not like in Save the Last Dance at the end. Angry where she, Jazz. <laughs> where she does her audition and you can tell she's – I would say that Ada has far more dancing experience than Julia Stiles did. Uh, is that the one where she's a ballerina but then puts hip-hop into it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the choreography has been done so that Ada can do it well – but a proper full-time dancer. Yeah, like she does the dance well. A lot more. I just don't understand what 
the dance steps are like yeah. as it, so yeah so she's dancing she's a maniac maniac and she faints very prettily yeah i wish <laughs> is that a word yeah it is now it is no it prettily? is yeah prettily i'm yes. saying it badly i'm yeah. putting d's in <laughs> prettily welcome to australia and our <laughs> terrible terrible accent um so she is con gets her food and what she's she's awake again next scene is immediately her conscious um and it turns out she has body dysmorphia well con's like why won't you eat and i'm like i wonder why dickhead (laughs) you just called her a fatso like (laughs) in her brain yeah you've literally circled her really taking it in when she asked if she was fat when she is 100 percent couldn't be further from the truth yeah Oh my god! So, it's it's fine. Anyway, he gives her a pickle and a sandwich. Yeah, yeah, and I guess cured. <laughs> she starts um, eating the sandwich. So we go back to school, and Matt has decided he doesn't want to do anything. He's doing the gap year and tells Delarain that Sam suggested it, and he's going to the beach. That being said, though, he's like, "Are you going to defer?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, maybe." And I was like, "You still need to apply yeah, to defer. You need you need you need a place <laughs> given to you." To defer. You can't defer nothing. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, then we head back. Uh, Steve heads over to Tim Beckett's, whose backyard continues to be super accessible. <laughs> and um, Tim is working on music, which, by the way, he's because he's excited, he's, like, writing again. Can I just point yeah. out that the riff he's playing sounds a lot like Neil Young's um, Heart of Gold. Oh. Huh. I'm, I think it's I a direct it ripoff. I, I love like. Neil Young. That's what <laughs> Yeah, I think I kind of mixed this up a bit with the last time that Steve went over yep. there. Yeah, because he goes, oh, like I've quit. And then he does admit to Tim that he knew that that's what the story was going to be about. And that's when Tim's like, yeah, don't quit and not be a hack. Yeah. I'm just mixing this all up together in my brain. That's okay. The fact that I can remember any of this is a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam and Delarane fight over the principles of f- planning for one's future. I agree with her when she says that it's not a race. Yeah. You've got plenty of time to figure out what you want to do. Yeah. Um, The only thing is, though, that I I know so many kids that have taken gap years or deferred and never gone back to uni. I wanted to take a gap year and my mum was like, just get to the uni course first. And then I did – so I did my bachelor's and then I did my grad dip in teaching, my graduate degree in teaching – and each time between my degree and my job, I was like, I'm going to take a gap year. And my mum was like, no, just get started. And so I have been in school my entire life. <laughs> like I've been mm. student, university student, graduate student, teacher. Like that. that's my entire life. Yeah. I'm not regretting I mean, it. That's, but I guess that's the thing is that, I mean, neither of us had a gap year. No. So the only thing is that I know that because like one of my relatives got into uni and then neither of her parents had been – uni my parents were like it was never a question it was you do primary secondary tertiary that's yeah like I was was (laughs) always going to uni but both of my parents had been um her parents saw much more merit in earning money than going to university so they talked her into taking a gap year and working for a year yep um so she was working in retail which she then did for the next 23 years she never went back to uni she actually went back to uni this year nice yeah so i'm glad that she has but yeah. that's the problem is that you sometimes i i'm okay with maybe like a gap year of traveling yeah absolutely but if you take a gap year off to just work it really i think reduces it's hard to leave because chance. you go i'm i'm already earning money yeah yeah and it's really difficult to give that up and go back to uni i think yeah true yeah. um so steve storms Delarain's car cause, and asks if he can get his form back. He wants to fix it. He's going back to Bathurst. Yeah. So hooray for him. Um, we head on over to the Bordinos and they find out that basically Con has no future in music right now. Mm-hmm. And so Roberto's here to make Con feel better now that he's failed. Like <laughs> before. <laughs> like. And look, I guess Con was like, oh, I, was, I always thought I was like going to be famous or, you know, work with famous people, I guess. And Roberto's like, there's a lot to be said for being a regular person. I have this quote and he says, you have more control over your... So he's like, there's a lot to be said for being a regular person. You have more control over your own life. 
and you don't have to put your self-esteem on the line every single day. So you have not been a high school teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Today was like book week day for us and the teacher's like, I watched one of my colleagues drive home wearing a chicken suit. So <laughs> I had to – do you not remember, Mike, we had Medieval Day, which we've talked about before, and oh, yeah. I was in a full costume. So was I. And my car tyre went flat. Oh, uh, mine didn't. <laughs> <laughs> also, next week is Multicultural Day, and we the, at the end of the day of activities, there's an assembly where students do – like our Afghan students will perform a dance, um, our um, – our Hindu students we wanted to create like a, a song, like our Pacifica choir will sing. And then the teachers are going to perform where we have to do a dance <laughs> in front of the school. Like it's just you have to throw any sense of self-esteem. You, you've just got to <laughs> be an absolute idiot and be fine with it. Yeah, my last school every year we did – we had like a music festival and we always did U12s versus staff. Mm. And it was we were always fucking terrible. We won, <laughs> like here and there, because we were generally quite funny. Yeah. And often we would dress up as students, which would usually kick us over the edge because they. And particularly if you put a male teacher in a dress, <laughs> that's all you need. <laughs> yeah, the kids are already delighted. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we head back to the beach, and they've got. Oh, their, I really like this moment. Do you know what though? They've got. It's heartbreak hierified music, but I'm almost certain this song is a ripoff of Fleetwood Mac's Albatross. I know I sound like I'm born in the 60s, but I mean, my parents were, that's why. But yeah, every song I heard in this episode, I was like, that seems like a ripoff. I that seems like a ripoff. Take your word for it. Thank you. Um, I can't remember what happened at the beach. <laughs> so Matt's, Matt had like stormed off and said he was going surfing. And so after Deloraine's had his chat slash yelling match with Sam. He goes down and Matt has come out of the surf and is walking back up the beach and Deloraine's standing at the, the wall along the beach and he's like, oh, like, how was it? And Matt's like a little bit sus. He's like, yeah, it was good. And he's like, oh, do you want a lift? And he's like, yeah. Hmm. And then the two of them leave. And I wrote, I like these two. Yeah, <laughs> good dynamic. Yeah. Um, and then we head back to the Bordinos for the final scene and Katarina thanks Con for his support. And she says she'll audition next week and her and Con next year. M- make it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, they're, she's going to audition next year and they make out. So are they a couple from now on? They're kissing cousins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the end of the episode. Yeah. It was. This makes me even more sus on this fucking show, I was going to say, but there way. was nothing to make you angry, really. Yeah, but this is what this show does. <laughs> How many episodes Lulzby left? Three. Three. It's like, oh, everyone's getting on really well. Everything's going Everything's great. going swimmingly. They all have decided what they're going to do next year and then next time it's just going to punch me in the face. You know that, just to remind you, next year is in season four. It's not a new year. Isn't it? No, it is not a new year for the students. Oh. Yeah. Hang on. So how much longer does it go before it's the end of the year? I've, we've talked about this before. Season five is is so all of season four is the same. But they've just same. put in their uni. I know. It's it's in that Fucking weird time know. space continuum that TV okay. shows have. Yeah. Okay. Um, who's your student of the week? I'm going to give it to Con, much like yourself. Yep. Um, he was a freaking champ, despite the fact like he was never. Except for the one thing where he should have just said no when Kat asked uh, about being yeah. fat. Um, other than that, he was very supportive of everybody. Pretty supportive and didn't make it about him once. Yep. Same as you. Yep. Who are you suspending? Um, I guess I'd probably go with Rivers Same. for using Kat. I would also suspend him and writing angsty poetry. <laughs> suspended <laughs> uh, it's like when kids want to read you like one of my kids wants me to read their story because i'm an english teacher but it's like a pirate fanfic oh my thing and i keep putting it off <laughs> so our, our um like loat teachers so language teachers um uh, have been running a assessment task at the moment where kids have to um make some kind of food that has to do with whatever country so like if they're doing French or Japanese or whatever. So I think three times over the last two weeks, one of the teachers, they keep giving her sushi. And she's like, I am not eating sushi <laughs> that was given to me by a kid. No way. Because they're like, she showed me at lunchtime today. She got two. And this is, this is a lovely kid. And he bought her like these two 
sushi rolls and she's like, these have been sitting in his locker <laughs> since probably made last night. I've been sitting in his locker since like 8 o'clock, 8.30 this morning and it is now 1.30 in the <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> and these aren't like vegetarian kind no. of rolls. They've got like fish in them. <laughs> Kids are cute. She did eat one. There was a really lovely girl who um, had made um, almost like baklava kind of a thing like that. And I was like, I'd trust her. I'd eat that. Like I, if she made it, she would have made it with her mum. Yeah. Or her mum made the whole thing. But when it, <laughs> sushi, I was like, you just throw it out and tell them it was really nice. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. yeah. Every time. I'm trying to think why. Oh, I was also suspending him because he ripped up his form and cracked it because. Oh, girl, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So he's been a sook. Stupid robes. Do you have a staff member of the week? Um, I feel like Delarain's done that thing where he comes around at the end. Yeah. And I like him and Matt. Yep. Fair enough. I'm going to give – I'm never giving it to Sam. Full agreement. Well, are you – yeah, well, plus – I mean – I turned out all right. Bell mm. Bell was okay at the start because he was, like, trying to help the kids. And I yes, think he, he was. dealt with River's attitude pretty well. Yeah. Especially considering now he knows. Yeah. He knows. He knows and he hasn't really done anything about it and Very is still chill. going out with the woman that did it. So he's mm. never getting it again either. Mm. I'm not giving a staff member of the week to anyone really, nor am I suspending any of them. You are suspending Sam continuously. Yep. Um, I have an, uh, predictions. Sorry, before I get into my email section. Uh, my prediction with Rivers and Sam stays. Um, my... My other prediction was that someone was going to die mm-hmm. because you had mentioned that because this is they moved to ABC and we lose some of the. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying those two things are linked, but a couple yeah, yeah. of the older cast members um, leave. So I don't. Someone could still die. Who knows what the show wants to do? But um, because both Danny and Steve have applied to. Bathurst. Now that I've told you that it's not the but end yeah, of the year, has that now thrown you've you? Just Sorry, said that it's not the end of the year. Yeah. So, um, your other oh. prediction was Jodie would leave on on. Her oh, music. that is now yeah. thoroughly strengthened because now she's got a record deal. Yep. So unless it's just Rivers and Jodie that leave, but you said a few leave. So whether Steve like gets a job at a newspaper and somehow Danny gets a job as a reporter, and then they leave together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Fair enough. I have an email rationing them. You haven't them. told me this. No. Well, I told – so we have been asking people – Instantly sus. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've asked people several times, and you are welcome to do so again. Jane cannot track you from the email. She doesn't have access to the emails, okay? I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm all bark. So uh, email us at snackbreakeye at gmail.com. Tell us about your favourite parts of this season or the previous season since we've never asked before. We have a message from Mel, who I assume is British um, or from the UK. Hi, Mel. Um, Because she mentions BBC. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So there's my signifier. Freshen your drink, governor. (laughs) You got to do it. Freshen your drink, governor. Oh, we're just going to spend the next five minutes doing this. (laughs) Freshen your drink, governor. So that is a line out of The Simpsons. Sorry, Mel. As referenced before, we sometimes talk about Heartbreak High. <laughs> and we've told the story about why we say that quote. So, hi, Mel. She says, love the podcast. You're very lovely and a liar. Uh, she said that she grew up watching it on BBC too. So, that must be the I channel. Thought, I thought she said, you're very lovely and a liar. No, I'm saying and she's I was like, lovely. Is this person talking to me? <laughs> She's lovely. Thanks, Mel. Yeah. We're not good with praise. Yeah. <laughs> um, she said, yeah, she watched it on BBC Two, which must be the Heartbreak High channel of her childhood. And th- she goes, though, our version of the show had missing scenes. So they must have had edited. She's seen later oh. stuff. It must have been edited at BBC. Well, I mean, one of the things that they talk about a lot is the fact that this was one of the first, like, really kind of multicultural casts. But also... They've talked about teenage pregnancy. Yeah. Underage, like, sex. They've talked about... Saw Joe get shot. Yeah. So, like, yeah. So, it, maybe actually, they've just got different rules and certain things couldn't get shown over there. I wonder... Because this is probably... This is probably classified as a children's show. Mm. So, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so there was missing scenes. So, she's seen it later in her life and she's seen things that she's never seen before on the show. So, that's oh. interesting. I wonder no, what I they cut out. I not about that. Yeah. 
She says that she found the relationship so romantic when she was younger, but now can't believe how mm. fast the relationships went. Yep. And she goes, um, she also loved how cheeky the boys were. Sorry to say I was rooting for Sam and Rivers to get back together when I first watched it when I was younger. And then she says, Jane, wait until season four. Your predictions, you will not see it coming. Fuck. Cheers, Mel. <laughs> Cheers, Governor. Now I'm really worried. Um, I Look, I am going to say that it, when I was a teenager, I probably would have romanticised the Sam and Rivers yes. relationship as well. So I get – we have got a lot of people that are saying when I was a kid and watched it, yeah, yeah. I was all about it, but when I watch it as an adult – I'm not about it. Yeah, and so I'm more tolerant of it because I I knew about it as a kid. So yeah. it softened the blow for me, I guess. And I think it's not just like not only are we adults, we actually are teachers yes. and are in a situation where we are around kids and in a position of authority every day. Yeah. And so, I mean, I guess that's a good thing that for both of us this is – fucking horrendous you want us to have this mindset <laughs> about it <laughs> you don't want us to be sitting here going oh it's actually oh, really romantic it's really cute um no. so yeah it's like a visceral thing for me where yeah, i'm just absolutely. like oh no <laughs> <laughs> so on that note thank you very much you can email us like i mentioned snapbreakhigh at gmail.com you also find us at snapbreakhigh on instagram you can find the link to our formal awards that i'm really going to have set up by the time we <laughs> talk about this um other than that have an excellent week one week left until the holidays bye